podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everyone and welcome to our club preview um, for the Ross County game on Sunday. A wee change today, it's going to be myself hosting the show. Carney's let me take the reins and he's going to take a back seat with Scotia. So, yeah, introducing first, which I've never done, Scott Carney. Aye, you've never done this, mate. I'm only here so you don't mess this up, mate, to be honest. If I need to take back control of it. No, I'm only kidding on. Uh, no, uh, looking forward to this. Uh, good morning. I think this is the earliest we've ever recorded a podcast as well. It's currently Saturday morning. So, yeah, looking forward to it. And our other guest today, half ten in the morning, which I never start for Scotia. Scotia, how you doing? Yeah, morning. I'm I'm doing well. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to, to the game tomorrow, which is thankfully a three o'clock kickoff and not a, a daft twelve o'clock kickoff, which um, was never good in the past last season. As and just to touch on that, everyone, um, if you're looking to watch the game tomorrow, it is on Ross County TV. Uh, Fifteen quid, I think it is, um, for the game. So you need to go and subscribe to that. Um, so yeah, it's not on Sky Sports, which is a wee bit unusual. Usually, Rangers are on every away game, but it's on Ross County TV tomorrow if you want to tune into it. So, I will just go straight into it. the reaction to the Alice Kirk game Thursday night. I know um, we were obviously all there. Jamie was there too. I know you, Carney, and um, Jamie had the the match reaction in the car afterwards. I, I listened to it. I was. Um, I was quite happy that I wasn't in the car with you <laughs> because um, I think I would have had a wee rant. I think the ratings might have gone up as well, to be honest, if I'd went full rant too. So, yeah, me and Scotia had a wee discussion in the pub with it, obviously. So, yeah, I'll come to you first, Carney, obviously, since you've had a wee bit of sort of time to digest it now. What's your, has your thoughts changed on the game and um, any opinions changed at all? I don't think my opinions have changed on the game, to be honest, mate. I think... The first half was just so poor, uh, and as I say, I've, I've watched the game back, and uh, my my mind hasn't been changed on that. I think I was a wee bit harsh. Again, emotions are running high when we first um, we first leave the stadium, and we immediately record pretty much straight after it. So I was a wee bit harsh, maybe on the kind of second half performance. I think superhuman was what Gerard says. I think's a wee bit over the top, to be honest. I don't think it was quite superhuman. I do think certain players absolutely put a shift in um, because they had to based on. Um, Lundstrom's stupid mistake, but I look, we're still in control of the tie. I think that's the most important thing. We've managed to get the goal. They are not a good team. Uh, even watching the game back, they were very happy to pass it about the, the back four. Um, Rangers obviously couldn't really press at that point because we were down to 10 men. And we've managed to get out there with a win, which at half time, really, um, I think everybody in the stadium would have took. Um, I don't know if you're going to come on to it, but the Gerard's comments afterwards were very interesting to me. I think his, his post-match reaction was well overdue. Um, I think he's now put the, the, the impetus back onto the players and it's now up to them to respond. But look, look a poor poor night all in, really, but look, we're still in control of the tie. Yeah, we'll come on to the press conference about what Gerard said. Just, I mean, like you say, it was uh, it was quite interesting. Probably the angriest I've ever seen Gerard in an interview, mm-hmm. which is which is good to see. To be honest, because he felt exactly how we felt. Um, Scotia, a couple of days on, obviously we had a discussion in the pub on the way back. Um, the two of us were as angry as everyone else and disappointed in 
certain players will come on to the elephant in the room in a wee bit, but a couple of days on, what's your um, what's your um, reaction to, to the game? Yeah, I think it's as flat as I've ever been after a win in, in Europe. Um, it was pretty poor, particularly that first half performance. And I know I said to use at halftime, I thought the four English guys, Tav, Goldson, Kent and Lundstrom, were all pretty poor. I've not watched the full, full match back yet. Um, but I've watched extended highlights and bits and pieces of the match in itself. I remember it's maybe been a wee bit harsh at the time there. I think Tav certainly got a bit better in the second half grew into it. I actually think, see, when Lundstrom gets his first booking, he then had that wee five, ten minute spell. I thought he started to grow into the game and then again, stupidly. Two stupid decisions, they're pulling a player back that he doesn't need to do in the, the position of the pitch that the player's in. They're in no danger of creating anything. Um, it just... I don't know if that's maybe stuff from his Sheffield United days that he needs, just needs to get out of his system. Because I don't want to be overly harsh on him at the moment. But it wasn't good enough. Um, we had a couple of half chances. Kent could have hit the kind of crossbar. But other than that, Kent, his form's way off it at the minute. Um, played a lot better in the second half. As Carney said, I don't think it was superhuman. You know, it wasn't at the levels of the um, game we played out in Ufa when we were down. The men, um, but yeah, we played well. I thought Haji was really good when he. I thought he was good in the first half, but when he dropped a bit deeper in the second half, um, he impressed me. Scott Wright was really good, and then Alfie with his goal. I have to admit, I wasn't sure if that goal was if it was on or offside at that point. I'm usually pretty good at kind of where I set up in the club deck and at that side. I'm usually fairly good at kind of spotting the linesman, but I have to admit, I was had like one eye in the linesman and one eye in Alfie <laughs> until. To make sure that that flag didn't go up because I wasn't sure I hadn't I didn't really get a good view of it at the time, so um, I'm glad that went in. So it's it's an opportunity missed I think to have put the tie to bed really or put us in a more comfortable position at least um, going into the, the game on Thursday well Thursday afternoon for us um, next week. So yeah, bit of a missed opportunity. Yeah, I I I mean my thoughts on it with the the first half I. Uh, Tate and Fern came out of the equation this this season. I think Rangers lack that intensity we played with last season. The high press. I mean, the first half there was no high. I mean, if you high pressed that team, they were losing the ball. The goalkeeper looked a bomb scare. There was nothing there. That there was no energy spark, if you want to say. Probably the angriest I've been at Ibrooks in the first half in a long time, and I've not been there in 18 months. But um, <laughs> storming up the stairs before you was very away. angry, yes. I was very happy. angry, man. To be fair, I needed the toilet, and I usually go at half time and I usually sort of hold on to them. But I went 44th minute. I, I John, when we'll come on to the elephant in the room, right? John Lundstrom, right? I've been, I'll admit it, I've been fairly critical of John Lundstrom since he's arrived at Rangers. I don't know what he is. I've been told, or I was sold on, he's a box-to-box player. I've not seen it. He plays this kind of deep role for us. If you want to say a kind of Steve Davis role, which he can't play in the same team with Steve Davis. If he wants to, he plays too many safe balls for me. I just, I don't see him as a player that fits our system. I don't see what he offers us at all as an individual. What he did the other night, to me, unforgivable. The, the the first yellow, not fair enough, but when you know you're on a yellow and as a guy, and he's going nowhere, the guy. I mean, he was inside his own half, that guy. There was Rangers players covering. 
and he, he pulled him back knowing he's on a yellow. I mean, I would hate to be John Lundstrom going in that dressing room to face Gerard, even to come in to face him the next morning. If it was me, I, I would fine him the, the maximum fine because that's completely unacceptable and he put us in the ship. And Gerard alluded to that, to be honest, in terms of we've got Ross County coming up Sunday, we've got Celtic coming to... We've got Thursday game in Alish Kerr and we go away to... Um, we've got Celtic at Ibrox. And ideally, he wanted to rotate the squad and potentially now he can't. And he was alluding to players cramping up. Hadji was one we've seen. So... He put us in the shit lunchroom in I know you said, Carney, that you don't, you, you think he'll find it hard to come back from this. He needs to do something, Lundstrom, and at the moment I just can't see what he offers this Rangers team. I don't know what your thoughts are on him, just quickly. Scott, sorry. Carney. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I I mean it's hard to for him to come back from it because you know how a lot of people have written him off already to be honest a lot of people are ready to sell him I'm not quite on that stage I'm very firmly on the fence with him um, look he's had four games but to do something like that with the experience that he has playing in the Premier League and whatever else you shouldn't be doing that and it's I don't know what it is, whether he's struggling to find confidence within himself or the belief within himself that he fits in the team or whatever it is. Um, but he's he's not done anything to really kind of blow us all away. It's early doors with him. Um, I think he still deserves a chance. I agree. I think he should get, one for a better phrase, his balls absolutely booted for this because he put us right up against it and there was just no need for it. That's the, the most frustrating thing. You can understand professional fouls like that when it looks like they're going to break on us and they're going to do anything. That team had nothing. Do you know what I mean? They really didn't have anything. So I can only put it down to frustration. He's obviously well aware that he's not performing to his absolute best just now. And yeah, I think time will tell with him. Um but yeah, I mean, it, it, I said it on the, the, the reaction pod we've done in the car. Um, it's not the best way to can try and convince the, the Ibrooks faithful, the Rangers faithful, that you're the, the right man for the job. So it's over to him now, I suppose. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm not writing him off. I, I, you can't write a guy off after four or five games at all. But it's not convincing. It's really not convincing at the moment. And yeah, like you said, time will tell on it. Um, Scotia. I know you sort of touched on John Lundstrom there. Um, what's your kind of thoughts on John Lundstrom now you've seen him kind of four games into his Rangers career? Yeah, he's not really playing well enough at the minute. Um, what I would say, I've seen something interesting. In the six games we've played, we've had six different starting midfield threes. We've, and some of that's down to the suspension, obviously, Kamara. I think if Kamara hadn't been suspended, he would have been kind of playing in all the European games. But there's been that much rotation that's maybe difficult for Lundstrom to find a, a place in that midfield if he's getting shifted about at points. I think it's far too early. I, I like to give players a bit of time, but the problem you've got is, you know, this form carries on for another couple of games. It's set in everyone's mind and it's a very, very difficult place to come back from. You know, we've seen it, Borna Barisic nearly didn't do it. If that goal against Mirren hadn't went in, I mean... I don't think opinions of him would have changed from the fans overall. So it could it could get very difficult for him, but I'd like to give him a bit of time. Maybe see once the team's settled down a bit more, once we've got a more regular starting lineup, because at the minute it's getting rotated all the time. So it might be fairly difficult in that regard. But 
he's a professional footballer at the same time, played in the Premier League. You should think he'd be able to do that and cope with that. So I'll give him time. I'm I'm probably a wee bit more lenient than used to are. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll give him a bit more time, I think. But you're right, he's not been good enough so far, apart from, as I said, in the game, after that yellow card, I thought he would actually started to look as if he was going to kick on and start playing well. And he just makes a stupid, stupid challenge. And as I'd mentioned, I don't know if it's he just needs to switch the mindset from playing in a team like Sheffield United to playing in a team like Rangers, where you get more yeah. of the ball. You're not kind of playing as a siege defender breaking up play all the time. You're, you're in control of the ball. So I don't know if it's maybe that. Yeah. Like I say, it's not a bash in, in John Lundstrom at all, but it's, it's a it's a hot topic among the, amongst the Rangers fans. John Lundstrom at the moment, obviously, what he did. But yeah, we move on from that and yeah, ho- hopefully he can come back from it and improve us all wrong. But we'll just go on to the the, the reaction from, from Gerard. obviously. Hadji was interviewed in Scotland, he was interviewed, we'll come on to them, there wasn't much in that, but the Gerard interview was the more interesting one. That's the angriest I've ever seen, Stephen Gerrard. I mean, I'll, I'll, a couple of quotes he said in the the press. I was, he can't. First thing he said was, you can't say what he wants to say. Like probably like ourselves, they <laughs> <laughs> were very angry. He did. You used the word earlier on, Carney, superhuman. I, I think what he meant by that is, i.e., John Lundstrom put us down to ten men, and there was players in that park that were not playing at any to their 100% ability. So certain players had to go over and above 100% to compensate for some of these players. And he he made reference to to Big Shirley at the back. I thought it was good again. Davis, who, like we've always said, he's always a 7 out of 10. Scott Wright, when he came on, he mentioned Connor Goldson, which I was a wee bit shocked at because I thought Goldson was all right. But he's for some reason this season he's Severe bomb scare moments, especially with passing at times. He, he pinged one out of the park a couple of times, which was frustrating. So I don't agree with him in that one in Goldson, but fair enough. Um, he mentioned the first half was so far away from what it needed to be. He obviously, he praised Scott Wright in terms of, again, he used the word superhuman. He played without an ego. Um, he also mentions a lack of discipline in terms of Lundstrom. He didn't single Lundstrom out. He mentioned it as a team and he says they need a sort of major wake-up call, Rangers, and they need to find the levels they're at. So I know you guys would have watched the press. So there is another one for six, six minutes long, I think, which is slightly later on, if anyone wants to watch that on YouTube as well. Pretty much said the same, to be honest. Um, what were your reactions on, on the press, of, uh, Scotia, first? Yeah, um, I tend to agree with what, everything that Gerard had said in that conference. I felt... Um, very sorry for um, Adam Thornton, um, heart and hand. He dashed a wee tactical <laughs> question. Tactical. Um, Wrong yeah, time. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I felt a bit sorry for Adam Thornton because um, I quite like the, the stuff he does in heart and hand and uh, things like that. Um, but yeah, I can't disagree with Gerard. He's right. Um, at the moment, the team just isn't clicking into gear. I mean, we've said it constantly throughout these pods this season. Apart from the Dunfermline game and what the 25 minutes of the Livy game, Rangers haven't been on it all season, and it needs, as as he was saying, it needs to change. Yeah, yeah. No, um, Carney, what what was your reactions on the, the Gerard interview? He, he's he's very smart with the way Gerard words things to the press. I think you have to give him credit for that because he doesn't single players out. What he did do though was, as I said earlier, he, he's put the 
he's put not the not the blame as such. He's put the responsibility onto the players now. He's went. I can. I've done all I've. He can do. He's been as honest as he can be with them, and it's now over to them. The superhuman thing. <laughs> I think. What he, I think he's just trying to emphasise to the players that have let him down what the other players in the team are trying to do and what they had to do, um, especially Hadji and Wright. I mean, they were absolutely superb, especially that second half. Uh, it was an unbelievable effort put in by them. And they're, they're two right now for me that are what we need. We need players to literally run through brick walls. Gerard said it as well, that you have to show these fans that you're willing to go that extra mile. You're willing to run through brick walls for them. And um, we responded very well. As soon as Scott Wright came on, the crowd completely changed, especially the first two minutes that we ran through. The crowd completely changed. Not completely changed, but obviously we were a wee bit down about, we're now down to 10 men and whatever, but the crowd in the second half were spectacular. They really were. I thought the the whole way through this, the second half, the crowd really, really helped. Um, but I mean, Gerard is, is he's right in what he's saying. Do you know what I mean? He, he's got to. These players now have to start performing. His leadership team, as he called them, it's now up to them to sort themselves out. And to, to, I'm I'm more than confident this team can click into a bit of form. Like I don't think there's really any doubt that we can. But it shouldn't take a situation that we got put into on Thursday night for that to happen. So I was in full agreement with Gerard in his comments. As I say, I think he's he's quite right now to go, but it's now over to you, it's up to you. And I think the, the team selections for the next three games are going to be very interesting. Yeah, I mean, we'll come on to Ross County one. I, mean, I, I struggle to pick that team, to be honest, in terms mm-hmm. of what I think he'll pick. I mean, we'll come on to that later. But, I mean, Hadji and Scott Wright were also interviewed said most of the same kind of stuff, to be honest, the performance wasn't good enough. Um, need to focus on Sunday, that game's now gone, but we, we need to get better. So there wasn't much from the two of them, but obviously we, we've highlighted they, they were the two players that really shone that second half. I think Gerard alluded to, it's not all about ability. Ability is a major factor in terms of being a footballer, but if you've not got that heart desire, want to, like you say, run through a brick wall, no use, and there's a lot of players at the moment just going through the motions, and they need to step up to players like Hadji, who I thought was really good the second half, mm-hmm. and show that. So, yeah, we'll need to, just need to park that and wait till next Thursday and see what happens. <laughs> it's a, it just just so everyone knows, it's a four o'clock kickoff next Thursday, and it is on BBC, so it's a it's free for everyone on the council telly. So, we'll uh, <laughs> we'll park we'll park we'll park that, and then um, we'll come on to a bit of positive news, which is the signing of. Scotia, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Janinho, Janinho, Bakuna. Is that his name? Is that his, how you pronounce it? Janinho, Janinho Bakuna. Janinho, yeah. Janinho Bakuna, yeah. So yeah, so he he was interviewed. Um, he was obviously paraded at half time, but I didn't see him because I was inside stewing. So, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he looks a player that would fit the bill. And we all talked about Joey Veerman, but when they get knocked out of the Champions League, I knew that was a non-starter, to be honest, in terms of the money for him. Played for Huddersfield, he's 24 years of age, attacking midfielder. I know Jamie was on about the YouTube clips. I did go in and have a watch of YouTube clips just to have a wee look at him. Can score goals quick. He looks the type of player, I think, we kind of need in the middle of the park to free up your Hadges and Aribos, maybe to play further forward, etc. So, yeah, I'll come to you, um, Carney, first. What, what's your thoughts on, on uh, Bakuna? 
he was right in front of me in the club deck um, when I when I came out of my seat. He came out with Ross Wilson. Um, I managed to get a, a picture of him, not with him. Kudos to the the guy that sits along uh, a couple of seats along from me to my left. Uh, the boy that he was, I think, I don't know if it's his wee boy or his wee brother, but he just kept shouting on him, just continuously shouted on him. And eventually, right at the end, he got down and actually got a picture of him, which was brilliant. Uh, but I mean, in terms of the player himself, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I know anything about the boy. I don't. Uh, I'm a wee bit concerned that we're getting a wee bit overloaded in the midfield right now with the amount of players that we have. <clears throat> well, there's so many different variants of who you can play and who you can't play. From what I've read and from what I've seen other people saying about him, um, I think there's potential within the boy. Um, he seems to be an attacking, kind of more attacking midfielder rather than a sitting midfielder. So, yeah, maybe it is a, a, a wee extra spark uh, that we need. Um, I don't know... I say he played for Huddersfield for a couple of years, I think. He was with them through the Premier League and then down into the Championship. Obviously, Huddersfield went downhill very rapidly. Uh, and I think it, by the all things, reading on all things that I've seen, he's kind of lost interest with them. Now, as I say, Gerard, it's probably a project player. It's probably somebody that we're going to need to work on and be patient with. But, I mean, well, I'll, we'll wait and see. As I say, if he if he's going to be able to make the difference, I'm I'm not sure. Unsure of the fee just now as well. What we paid for him, pretty sure it's less than what we would have paid for Vierman. But yeah, I wanted Vierman, but we've got Bakuna, so and we can sing that song now. So <laughs> Bakuna Sakala. Bakuna Sakala. Yeah, look forward to that. Yeah, yeah, wait um, and see. yeah. No, Scott, Scott, your thoughts on Bakuna? Yeah, like Connie, I've never really seen him play. I probably, I probably have watched a Huddersfield game, but not kind of paid interested in what he was doing. Um, so I can't can't comment much there. Um, all I know about him is his brother used to play for Villa. He's a striker. Um, oh, was that his brother? That. Oh, I don't have a new one. Leonardo Bacuna, yeah. I know that. Um, yeah, so I think this one, this, this feels of uh, kind of Joe Rebo a couple of years back signing. I don't think he's going to be a, a player that will come in and immediately. I think you can you can kind of take that from what Gerard had said as well that he's kind of you're going to need to be patient with him. So he's not, I, I think earlier in the season I was screaming out for we need a midfielder that's going to come in and walk straight into that midfield. I don't think he does at the moment unless players leave, which you know there's still still time left in the window for someone to leave Rangers. Um, but at the moment, I don't see him coming straight in, maybe making a few subs appearances here and there. But I think we, we probably won't see much of him until after the international break. Um, but he seems to be, from what I've heard from Twitter and seeing what Gerard's been saying about him, seems to be the type of player that we, we kind of need. Gives us, I know Carney said he's, he's a wee bit worried about the midfield being overloaded. But we could have potentially said that at the start of last season as well. And come the end of the season we were fairly light with suspensions with injuries um, and you know hopefully we get far in Europe and um, we'll, we'll need that and it does get it gives you the variation that you can change it up to play different types of teams an awful lot of the time we're playing against teams with low blocks that we need to get through so but it gives us an opportunity to maybe change it up off the bench I think a wee bit in terms of trying to penetrate those type of those type of formations that we come up against so I would just need to wait and see yeah, yeah, no, we'll need to wait and see. I, I think he fits the bill, but obviously we'll we'll need to see what he's like when we when we see him on the pitch. And yeah, hope, hopefully it's a positive signing for us going forward. But I parking out. Um, obviously Ross County this Sunday. 
the presser was Gerard, and uh, Leon Balgan was also there too. So, yeah, just quickly on the presser, Gerard, they asked him about last night, obviously, his thoughts haven't changed, but he says we need to move on. Obviously, we've got Ross County Sunday. On Bakuna, who we just touched on, says we need to be patient with him. He hasn't played a game since June. So I think you're probably correct. We probably won't see him score to potentially after the international break, especially with Celtic coming up. Um, attacking midfielder, good passer, powerful as well, he said. Um, I think it was Mark Dingwall asked him and Hadji last night, because he didn't mention Hadji last night in the press, which I was surprised about because he was one of the guys I thought was really good. And he went, yeah, he was, he was superb. Obviously, he's had a full pre-season behind him and uh, they can see him growing every year and his development is uh, is kicking on every year at Rangers. So, yeah, they were, he was really happy with, with Hadji. Um, and on sort of team selection, for obviously we'll come on to that, he's excited about picking a team. And he did mention he'll pick players in form, which I thought was a, a slight clue to who he may pick. Touched on injuries as well. Ryan Jack's getting closer, but they're not going to rush him. So, uh, again, Ryan Jack's after the international break at the very earliest. He's weeks away, I think. Um, Namde as well. He's got tests next week in his heart, so we'll see what happens with that. But again, that could be anything, that one. And Sakala has got a nick on his groin. He did say that was on him. They probably rushed him into the team too quickly in terms of coming out of isolation in that hotel. So that's disappointing because he was an exciting player, Sakala, and he could be out for a few weeks and they also mentioned Ryan Kent too, in terms of his his, um, his confidence at the moment. And he said he's, he's not at his best. They'll give him all the support he needs. But I think we've touched on it before. Players like Ryan Kent just need one big game, moment of magic, and they can kick on from it. And we all know what's coming up a week in Sunday where he thrives on it. So, yeah, it was not a bad interview. Um, Carney, what was your thoughts on, on Gerard's comments for that? Yeah, it's, it's very interesting. The the form bit, I think, was the the kind of most interesting bit that he mentioned. That he's going to pick players in form. Um, again, though, we have got quite a big week coming up. Um, these three games are pretty crucial. Um, three wins is really well. I know we'll need a draw on Thursday, but I, I, we need to we need to win these next three games. In, in my opinion. Um, so it will be interesting to see his team selection, what he's going to do. I think it's going to be interesting to see the response from players like Kent, <clears throat> well, he's going to have been like in the the coming days with the the training sessions that they have. I'd imagine they probably train today um, or did, did sort of, I don't know how it works, but I'd imagine they've had at least one training session before they play county. So, yeah, it's going to be very interesting. Um, I think I think he was still, he was trying his best to get over Thursday night um, during the presser, but I think you could still see within him it was still railing him a little bit. So, yeah, I'm glad that he's excited about picking a team because I struggled to pick mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I'll score. you take in for the Gerard interview? Yeah, I liked his comments about Hadji because um, I really like Hadji and I think this season is the season that Hadji could properly properly shine. Similar to like what Kent done a couple of seasons back. Um, I think this is Kenny Hadji. He's had his Kenny loan spell his year last year. And now I think this is the season for him to kick on. I thought Aribo would do the same last season, to be fair. But then he got injured. Um, so perhaps both of them this season could do that. But I liked what he had to say about Hadji. Um, and yeah, just to touch on Hadji's performance as well, the effort that he put in on, on in the game last night, um, Thursday night even, uh, was really impressive. 
Um, and the yeah, in terms of the team, I'm, I was surprised you said players in form. Well, I think there's probably one player that sticks out for me in that regard. Um, but I'm, I'm similar to you, I'm hemming and hawing about what my team will be for mm-hmm. tomorrow. It's a hard one. Well, come on, it's stuff in terms of who we've picked. But yeah, Balogun was also interviewed as well. Um, he speaks really well, Leon Balogun, to be fair. He didn't duck out any questions. He, he was asked on the standards. A lot of the questions he was asked were similar questions, to be honest. And he was answering the same question a few times. But he, basically on the standards and how we haven't been playing overly well this season. So he basically says we need to improve. We need to find that missing spark that we had to, in terms of last season. They asked him a few times about it and he basically says he can't, he can't pinpoint the exact reason. If he could pinpoint the exact reason, they would do it. So, yeah, just just need to keep working and and hopefully we can get back to levels of last year. They did mention, has that handicapped us slightly in terms of the unbeaten season last year, in terms of the pressure of this season. But he says, no, we, we need to basically keep improving and they asked him about on his place. He said he's never played with Big Phil, which would be interesting. He enjoys playing with Goldson and it's it's healthy to have competition in terms of he's got him. He mentioned Jack Simpson as well. So, yeah, it wasn't really much he said by Allegan, mainly just we need to improve, to be honest. And, yeah, that was about it, to be honest. I, probably, I don't think there's much more to say in the Balogun one, to be honest. So, I'll, I'll just come straight on to the Ross County game. Ross County... Two games into the season, through their first game, 0-0 St Johnston, get pumped off of Hibs, 3-0 the second game, so they've not scored a goal at all this season in the league. I know they are in the Cup as well, which they did all right in, but yeah, teams. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll come to you first, Scotia. Who's your um, starting 11? Yeah, as I mentioned, I struggled with this because part of me wants to make big rotations, but <laughs> the other part of me thinks we need to be playing kind of like are pretty much our strongest team because we're not in a position where we can, I don't think we're in a position yet where we can rotate massively. And I think we need to get players up to sharpness and and better form for the, the game on Sunday next week. Goalkeeper, I hope he keeps McGregor. I know he's been swapping and changing McLaughlin McGregor, but I hope he keeps McGregor. Going for McGregor. Tav, Hellander and... It's going to be Goldson, but I'd maybe put Balogun in. But yeah, Goldson and Barisic, midfielder Kamara, Davis and Hadji. And then I'd go Ruth Morelos right up front. Carney? Pretty similar. Um, I think McLaughlin will come back in. Um, there is no chance he's dropping Connor Goldson. So be Tav Goldson, I think Balogun will come in. <clears throat> uh, and I think he probably will play Barisic to give Bassi a, a break after his efforts on Thursday. Uh, midfield three, I'll go Davis Kamara and Aribo. And up front, I'll go Ruth Morelos and Scott Wright. I think he'll rest Hadji just due to his effort on Thursday. I know he said about picking form. Uh, if Hadji hadn't kind of bust a gut, I think he, he probably would play Hadji, but I think he might give him a rest, maybe use him in the second half. Yeah, I I don't think Hadji will play in terms of he was cramping up quite bad in the that game. I, I just can't see him playing Hadji. I'm going to bench him, but my team's Chaga, Tav, Goldson, Balogun. I think Barisic will come back in as well. 
midfield three. I think our field might come back in. Davis, Kamara's a, a cert to start. My front three's a bit different. I, I think he'll rest Morelos in terms of he put a bit of a shift, that lone shift in, um, in Thursday night. So I think Roof will play through the middle and either side of him will be right in a rebo. That's my front three. But I, I found this was probably one of the hardest ones to pick, to be honest, because I've, I was picking on my what I think, but at the same time, I'm picking what, what Gerard. I think he's going to go. So <laughs> I'd be very surprised if any of us get it right. But it was yeah. um, a, a very hard one. I mean, the one on Thursday night will be hard to pick, but I thought it was very quick. Um, aye, score we've predictions. All we've all dropped Kent. So that be interesting to see if that comes to fruition. Because last season, I was want, not wanting to drop Kent, but I was thinking there were certain games where other players could come in. That we didn't need Kent for, even though it was in really good form, but then very, very rarely dropped Kent. So that's what I was saying. No, I think it's going to be interesting how Kent responds in training, mate. It's really down to Ryan Kent now to decide what he wants to do. I know Gerard said he's going to support him. Because <clears throat> one of the questions he asked was about Kent. He's like, oh, it's up to the management staff. He's he's had a wee dip in form, so it's up to the management staff to be there for him. But I think the 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 biggest thing that's going to come from is him and his desire and his work rate and whether he wants it, if the hunger's there or not. So, yeah, I, I don't think he'll play tomorrow, though. No, I I, I think he'll play 30 minutes, Ryan Kent. I could see him come on maybe 60th minute against Ross County, possibly when they're tiring me, but slightly Ross County. And hopefully he comes on and, and gives you a 30 minutes Ryan Kent performance and then kick on. So we'll see what happens with that one. But, um I score predictions. Um, Carney, I'll go with you first. Ross County are the, if not the favourites, they are in the top two of the favourites to go down. Um, to be honest, they are. Uh, they're, they're not looking very good at all. Uh, I've seen. I heard the stat on the. the I always name dropping harm hand, but at the preview, the preview pod, they've not done a shot in target yet this season. So, <laughs> I mean, that kind of tells you everything about Ross County. So, if Rangers show up and actually try and maybe put in a half shift and maybe half perform, I think we could win quite comfortably, but I'll go I'll go 3 now, Rangers Scotia Yeah, I'm um, Carney's right, if we do perform then we could win heavily, but I'm not convinced that we <laughs> it'll be as easy as that, so I'm going to go 2 now. Yeah, I'd I'm, I'm similar in terms of uh, if Rangers hit the gears, they should be hitting, they should be pumping um, Ross County, which we've done up there previously, a few 4 nils. but I'm the same as Scotia, I've, I've got 2 nil written down as well, which I'll take to be honest, I, I just want to win up there and roll on to Thursday. So. The only reason I put 3 nil because I knew both of you would have put 2 nil, so I thought I'll go for 3. <laughs> there we go. As long as one of us gets it right, I don't care. Aye, Even if it's 1-0, I, I, no, I don't care. No, yeah. I just want to win, so... Yeah, that is it, lads. Um, yeah, so I'd like to say, everyone, if you like the channel, if you um, go to YouTube, like, share, subscribe. We're also on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us on Spotify, Acast, and Apple. So, yeah, if you could do that and share that, that'd be appreciated. So, yeah, finally, um, after hosting the show, which I thought I did not too bad, to be honest. I think it was not too bad. So. <laughs> I would... Uh, I could do this again, Scotia. You can probably do it next time, to be honest, and see how you fare. But yeah, I'd like to say thanks very much to my guests. First of all, um, in fact, first of all, I'll go with um, Scotia. Yeah, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your weekend.
I will indeed. And Scott Carney, as a guest for once. As a guest for once, yes, mate. Uh, no, I enjoyed that, mate. It's something a bit different. Um, to not have to do the hosting, to be honest. It's strange doing it, mate, to be honest. It's strange sitting here watching you doing it. I know you've done it once before for us when uh, I was unavailable. Um, yeah. So, But, yeah, no, I enjoyed it, mate. Um, well done to you. And I, Scotia's, Scotia's up next. <laughs> Yes, he is, up, he is up next. So, yeah, no, that's us. We'll be back for a match reaction uh, for the Ross County game on Sunday. I don't know who will be on then, but one or two of us will be on for that one. But, yeah, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Yeah, and we'll see you next time. Cheerio. Podcast Network.